0: Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1pm here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It's time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. Guys, I went for a run this morning and I was feeling really good about it. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to feel. I took a day off yesterday because of all the travel, but today weather wasn't too bad. Nice and sunny. I forgot sunscreen, so I'm a little bit tanner than I'd like to be today, but Uh, I did get a little bit of sun, but hopefully it'll be all right overall. And, um, temperatures were nice and balmy. And I explored a a new road that I'd ever run before. I just took kind of like an offshoot from my normal path. There's a long road that ends in a big hill. And I was like, I'm going to try it today. I didn't charge up the hill. I went nice and slow. Same, same easy effort the whole way, but it was just kind of nice to do something else. It was a lot busier car wise than I was thinking though, but otherwise it was nice and pleasant. And so it was a nice way to add on like a good, uh, maybe less than two miles onto the run, maybe a mile and a half extra, which was a nice little kind of um, bonus, if you will. Uh, Everyone that's listening on the audio-only version on the podcast, hopefully you are having a good run right now as well. Or if you are driving, hopefully uh, it's nice and balmy for you. Maybe it's even windows-down driving weather, maybe. Although I do think for a lot of you guys, it's still really, really hot wherever it is, where you live. For everyone watching this later but not live, welcome to the number one place to watch a guy try Scratch products live, and you'll get his honest feedback in the moment. Because you know what? When it comes to like tasting stuff, I don't have much of a poker face. So that's what we got today. Scratch sent a box of stuff. I think I know what it is. I'm pretty excited about it, Uh, and we'll get to it in just a little bit. But first, uh, let's see who we got here in the chat. Tony Macias is here. What's going on, Tony? He says, catching this one live, and it's company for the treadmill. Nice. Hopefully, you're getting a good run in today. Um, and Matcha says, I love when I catch the audio-only podcast. It's great running audio. Uh, yeah, I, I I hope it is. I don't listen to it personally on, on my run um, because I'm here live. I've lived it once, and uh, I don't know that I'd want to live it twice. But I do like listening to podcasts uh, on my run. Today... I, re- I listened to, uh, you guys were asked me about it yesterday, but I, I listened to it today. Robbie's interview of Dr. Phil Maffetone. Uh, and that took up pretty much the entire run that I had planned for today. And I felt like it was interesting. Um, I didn't know that it was a, um, I didn't know that he had a musical career at all. Uh, so that was all a surprise for me. And um, I don't know, I found that whole section very confusing. And uh, difficult for me, not difficult, but it was just like dissonant, you know what I mean? Because I have an idea of this guy in my head and, um, you know, it, it it made very much sense and it also didn't make a lot of sense too. And then overall, you know, I felt like it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of exactly what I was expecting otherwise that conversation to be. I know some of you guys didn't like it. I mean, not that the conversation or the interview was bad, but you just, it wasn't Yeah, he can be polarizing. I I understand that. I can see that. Um, All right. Uh, Let's see who else we got here in the chat. Uh, John Nichols says, the Mafitones sounds like a ska band. It could be. Or, uh, you know, like um, Brian Setzer Orchestra kind of sound, you know? (laughs) That's what I think. Um, All right uh let's see seoul 254 says been able to watch since visiting for the summer at the airport waiting to fly back to korea number one podcast to listen to while waiting to board a plane back to south korea there you go that's the truth that's the absolute truth that's not coming from me you know so that's got it's got to be true (laughs) uh and ray martin says i didn't make it to that podcast with robbie and dr Mafitone. yeah you know i think uh I, i don't i don't know how it worked out but I have a feeling of how the conversation worked out in terms of like, you know, sometimes it's like Thomas and Megan that do the interview. Sometimes it's um, Thomas and Robbie. You know, this one was a Robbie solo, and I can and I don't I don't know that Thomas is a low heart rate guy. So I could. It was interesting. I felt and I felt maybe somewhat of a tell that it was a Robbie only episode maybe that's just the way the schedule worked out maybe i'm reading too much into it um all right sega dreamcast says what up CoFam?" fam just finished a great physical therapy session not at all far from returning to running that's great news awesome all right uh let's see what else we got in the chat today um lalo p says tired today took my wife to the taylor swift concert last night but have a lot of workout later that's quite the double Taylor Swift, and then a ladder workout. Oh, man. Um, Speaking of tough workouts, um, some news for the podcast this week. Uh, Tomorrow's going to be the last day for podcast for this week, because after the podcast tomorrow, I'm going to go back to the airport, and I'm heading out. I kind of mentioned this yesterday, but now the plans have solidified. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be flying out to Denver, spending the night in Boulder again, because Thursday, I'm going to be spending the night with uh, Marathoner Lindsey Flanagan, kind of following her for a workout i might film kind of a sweat elite kind of session um and then i'm also gonna i think just kind of shadow her for a while during the day um get her mic'd up and kind of like see what happens so like um she's going to be representing team usa at world in the marathon so i'm going to do kind of like a a preview story of, a little bit about that so everyone get to meet her a little bit more i know you guys have seen her on the uh, live stream we should play Name That Shoe with Sam Long when I was in Boulder about, uh, I guess, a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago now. Um, so I'll be spending the day with her. And then the following day, I'll be driving down to Colorado Springs to spend the day with Elkanah Cabet, who's also representing Team USA in the marathon. Um, I got to interview him last year at Worlds because he was on Team, USC for, Team USA for Worlds last year. Um, and so it'll be good to see him again. I, I got to wave hi to him in Atlanta. Before the Petrie Road Race, but I'll get to kind of see him in his hometown, in his home element. Um, so that'll be that'll be really interesting. And this morning, I just realized because I'm so bad at geography, I have no idea these things. I actually have to like because I'm gonna have to drive from Boulder to Colorado Springs. I didn't know that. I had like, if you had made me guess, if there was like a contest, which direction from Boulder is Colorado Springs, I would have lost the bet. I didn't know it was south. And I also didn't know that was so close to Pikes Peak. So now I'm like, oh, should I... I think I'm like, oh, you could drive up P- Pikes Peak. Maybe I should drive. But I also feel like Garden of the Gods is out there, right? So maybe I'll do... So- I don't I don't know. The thing is, uh, I'm going to be chasing these athletes around for their workouts. Hopefully their track workouts. Because um, otherwise, I don't know. I may have to borrow a bike or rent a bike if I can. Something like that. Um, so I'm going to be very tired. I'm not going to really have the energy but it seems like i've gone all the way over there i gotta go check it out so i don't know i don't know exactly what i'm going to do <sighs> yeah um so that's going to be it so that's thursday and then friday and then i'm taking i was going to take the red eye home but i think the workout with elkanah is going to be in the evening or late afternoon so i'm going to take the first flight out saturday morning from colorado springs uh, go ring with us, says spending the night with Lindsay, a oh, wife, you don't mind. No, not spending the night. Clearly not. <laughs> um, that, that would be inappropriate. Um, but I'll just be spending the day with her. Did I say the night? I don't think I said the night. I just had the night did I must've said the night. Lala P says, I caught that too. I meant th- the day. And then that night I'm driving to Colorado Springs. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Peterson's going to Boulder Thursday too where are you gonna be in Boulder I think Thursday is though I'm leaving Thursdays when I'm going to to Colorado Springs um, all right David Zlotnik says hi I'm training for New York City I use a super blast for most of my long runs but wanted to know your thoughts on Mach 5 and audios Pro 3 for long runs as well thanks realize they are quite different they are quite different um, the Mach 5 is a good like if you're just gonna do Long, easy runs. The Mach 5 is great. Adios Pro 3, I would say that's more of a, it's a racing shoe. And so um, I would probably reserve that for half marathon and marathon racing. Or if you're doing your marathon workouts, for me, I'd be like, I, I love using the Adios Pro 3 for my threshold or mile repeats. Those kinds of workouts, I think that are really great for it, where I'll probably put in a total of about, you know, a dozen, 13 miles or so for the workout, and maybe six of those are at threshold effort, that kind of thing. I feel like that's a really great use for it. Um, Let's say I'm doing like a, it's getting closer to New York, I'm doing like a 16 or 18-mile run, and a lot of that's at marathon effort. If I'm doing like 8 to 10 miles marathon effort in that long run, the Audiosport 3 would be a good choice. Super Blast would also be a really good choice. I might pick the Super Blast. Um, But you're not going to go wrong with the Audios Pro 3 at longer runs. But it is a little bit more of a aggressive of a shoe. So if it's kind of just like long, slow, easy, I I wouldn't pick the Audios Pro 3. It's not going to be bad, but it wouldn't be my favorite. Make sense? All right. Um, Video says, do the Manitou incline. It would be a great video. Makes Flatlander's question life. Uh, what's the Manitou Incline? What's the one? What's the one with all the stairs? That's in Colorado Springs, isn't it? I'm not sure. Paul I- Im says love running at Garden of the Gods. The um, the images that I've seen look incredible. Here's the thing: my legs still hurt from hut run hut. Um, I've never been good at going upstairs, so like sometimes when I'm in the basement, I got to go all the way up to the second floor of the house. So that's two flights of stairs. Um. And by the time I'm at the top right now, my legs are burning. So like, I, just, I, just don't, I just don't know. I have no idea. Like my legs are wrecked. I haven't been going to the gym for like the past two weeks because I've been traveling a lot too. But I'm like my legs are just so tired. I don't, I don't know. What to do. I just feel like uh, I feel like I need to recover more. Adam says that's the one though. It's only 2,000 feet in a mile. Only, only 2,000 feet in a mile. Um, Manitou Incline is 2,000 feet in a mile. That's a lot. That's that's more than I experienced on the hut run hut. I feel like I don't feel like any of the climbs were a mile long. They might have been like three quarters of a mile long. Those that was long enough. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Video says I'm skipping leg day. I know I'm skipping leg day, but I'm doing all this vert, and so I'm burning the legs in a different way. Mm, Robert Krieger says, "Do it, do it, do it." Got to book it though. He thinks you have to you have to schedule you have to get a tickets and stuff. I don't know. Mm. All right. Tony has a training question. He says, yo, training question. I've been dealing with piriformis pain for the past two to three months. I got CM in December. Would y'all train through it? I don't know what piriformis is. Someone asked me, uh, yeah, so like I can't I can't help you with that, but maybe someone in the chat can. Um, someone asked me the other day in a comment on YouTube, hey, would this shoe be recommended for someone that's post-PTTD? pttd and i was like you know what i'm not a medical professional so i can't really give you kind of like that kind of advice plus i don't even know what ptd pttd is so i mean i think it's it's an interesting spot i would probably refer you to doctors of running because they are actually the doctors of physical therapy um but they are not your physical therapist So they do have medical training, but they can't give you medical advice. Um, But I feel like it's a difficult spot for a lot of people because it's like, I'm just a shoe reviewer. I don't have medical training. I don't know what is or isn't contraindicated for your medical condition. Um, But also your medical professional is not typically well-versed in shoes other than telling you that the Brooks Ghost is a great, great option. You know what I mean? So it's like... I feel like they go, like Brooks pays a lot of money. I feel like to be like the um, endorsed by like the American Podiatric Society. I made that up, but like, you know what I mean? Or like the American Chiropractic Association, if there's a such thing. Um, and then they get to present at like their yearly conference or whatever. Here's why this shoe is optimal for your patients. And we hope that you'll recommend it kind of thing. I think that happens. I think a lot of brands do that kind of thing. And so, like, unless your medical care provider happens to be a runner, it's hard to get good footwear advice from your doctor. And also, you can't get medical advice from your local footwear enthusiast. It's tough. I don't know how to th- answer that for a lot of people. Uh, Kevin L says, "Kopuzi, do you think a sub twenty minute fifteen k is fast for a thirteen year old? Also, have any of your Alpha Fly popped before?" Uh, I think that it's a very good time. Whether that's fast, I think it depends on what you're competing against. You know what I mean? So I think it's great. I think that if you're having fun running sub 20, then I think that's fantastic. That's about as, as much as I can tell you. Uh, my alpha pie has had not popped before. I've heard of other people's popping. Megan Murray says her, one of hers has popped before, but I've never had one pop. <laughs> Eric Paramount says, Go, Brooks Ghost? Only if you're Cairo Scott <laughs> uh, uh That's funny. Um, you know, it's your boy Scott Jarek. It's your boy Scott jerk. That account has been going hard against ultra ultras lately. Does anyone know what that's all about? He just went on a tear for some reason. Or what? I don't know. Mark Peterson says, we'd get so many people from our store, from PTs who told them they needed Brooks shoes. Yeah, I think that's where they're getting, I think that's how that information gets processed. Either that or there might be like a physical therapist influencer who's like, hey guys, when your patients come in asking for what shoes they should get, You can either prescribe for them the two hundred and fifty dollars orthopedic shoes that your patients don't like, or Brooks. You know, I feel like it's one of the. It could be one of the other, or both, maybe. Uh, Shannon says, "Going back to the Doctor Mafitone Believe in the Drop podcast. Whoever said the Doctor Mafitone Believe in the Round Drop episode left you feeling weird, I am right there with you. Anti carbs and junk music hurting my training." Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that Robbie took the interview in a way that was interesting to Robbie, which I think is also what was interesting to a lot of people, especially who are really getting into beyond just like the low heart rate training, but like the whole approach that Dr. Maffetone has, where diet and stress and sleep are big parts uh, of his method. That's also the part where I start kind of like skimming through the pages of his book. Um, I know that diet is a big unaddressed component of my training and I'm okay with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, uh, there's that. Um, if I, I think if I were to interview Dr. Mapitone, I'd want to take it here. Here's where I had the problem with the doctor, Dr. Maffetone, not just that interview, any interview I've seen of him and of his book, the Mapitone method book. I forget what the book is called, but that book. I feel like a lot of time it's like, hey, I have, uh, I think the question generally goes in the form of, yeah, but, you know, I think that this part, uh, this aspect of what you're teaching seems difficult to me. His response is typically, yeah, people are really individual. So you have to kind of figure it out on your own. I feel like that's the t- typical answer to him, to a lot of uh, to a lot of the questions. And so like, that's kind of where I always feel like I need a little bit more. You've been doing this since the 70s. Can you give me a little bit more insight into some of your experience as to the variability of mankind in terms of heart responsiveness to heart rate training? So I feel like that's kind of where I always feel like I struggle with Dr. Mathetone. Uh, you know, and that doesn't necessarily just because he answers questions poorly doesn't mean that his method is necessarily unsound, but it makes you start to question things and you know over the past couple of years i've just generally been like running easy days easy is good for training one system and running hard days hard is great for training a different system and make sure you're not mixing them up it's kind of how i see it you know but yeah uh Tony booth says right not asking for a medical advice but maybe what is your philosophy on training through discomfort i would say does it it doesn't affect my gait until mile 10 and then it's difficult to generate power yeah i think that it comes down to it depends on why you're discomforted Um, because it might be something that you can train through like shin splints it might be something that you're going to make worse by training through like a stress fracture and i've Feel I, I'm not again I'm not a medical professional but I feel like stress fracture and shin splints are kind of like two stages of the same thing or can be maybe I'm misunderstanding those but I think it depends um, I've run through things before as I'm recovering from them that's one thing but like I think hurting because like I'm running out of glycogen and it's the end of a race is one thing. Hurting because it's a threshold repeat session day and I'm out of shape is another thing. Hurting because my knee feels funny and I'm not able to push off of it correctly is a completely different thing. And that might be a good place to stop. That's kind of how I feel about it. If you can run till mile 10, keep it under mile, 10 miles. That's kind of how I, I would go about it. But again, I think it depends on what's really bothering you. If, if, it, if it's bone problem, then I would say that's not a great idea. But I'm, again, I'm not an expert. I've never had serious bone injuries either. So that's where I that's where I really feel like it starts to get... It's like once you start like thinking about that stuff, then all of a sudden, hey, now it feels like I'm giving him medical advice, you know? Mm, David Zlotnick says, ER doc here. <laughs> Who doesn't push Brooks? I trained through hamstring and piriformis for my first marathon with pretty intensive physio and with time off initially, and it depends on the extent of the injury there you go. Yeah, that's some advice. But David is not your doctor. He happens to be a doctor, but he's not your doctor. It's not medical advice. He's just saying stuff. Just trying to watch out for you, David, making sure that you're not You don't get in trouble with your local medical board. Um, Sean Devlin says my PT usually says if the pain is three or less and returns to baseline after the run, you can typically continue. I'd say three, three or less works. It's pretty big. But yeah, I'd, th- I'd say so. <laughs> Eric says pain is mile 60 discomfort is mile 25. Maybe are we talking about all in one go? All in one go? I think all in one go? Yeah. Um, Adam says Steven Seiler and the guys at fast talk labs, they're more cycling than running, but great endurance science would say that you're working all of your systems at multiple effort levels. I don't think that's wrong. I think the the systems overlap and work together, but I don't think, yeah. I don't I'm not, I'm, I don't know that. Yeah. The way I phrase it definitely disagrees with what you're saying here, Adam. But, uh, you know, I understand that there's more nuance than the simplified way that I said it. That's true, but you're right. And Vietnam says it's really hard to know the difference between tire- fatigue pain and troubling pain when you're a newer runner. That's also true. That's definitely true. It's hard to figure it out. But I think that the advice that was mentioned earlier, does it go away after you stop running? And it's not that intense when it does happen. Those are some good signs. Ryan Flake wants to know, when is the world championships? Starts next week. Not this weekend and not the following weekend, but the weekend. I think think like the 20th is when it starts. I'll be there for the second half. It's nine days this year. Last year, I think it was 10, so nine days. I think I'll be there for four or five days towards the end. Maybe four days towards the end. So that's when I'll be there. And uh, Mark Peterson says box. Let's get to it. All right, we got I, I told you guys in the, uh, the post about today's live stream and um, in the description of this video that it's snacks. So Scratch does make some of my favorite hydration products, um, but they also make some pretty good food too. They included a sticker. This is stuff that they sent to me, I think. Yeah, they sent this to me. And what we got is more flavors of this rice, Crispy Rice Cake. They're they're not Rice Crispy Cakes. That would probably be trademark infringement. They're Crispy Rice Cakes. Three flavors. Salted, Maple, and Mallow. It sounds weird when you see the word Mallow written out. Like marshmallow, but just Mallow. So the flavors are Salted, Maple, and Mallow. Strawberry and Mallow. Chocolate and Mallow. I don't know if I've had these flavors before. I know I've eaten some of them before. I don't know if these are new flavors or what. But... Um, What I am particularly excited about these is the labeling that's on the top. They're non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, peanut-free, and kosher. So we have a peanut allergy in the house, and my daughter um, has started running, as I mentioned to you guys before. And, you know, I am now constantly, and not just now, but I have been for a little while, very concerned about, like, how do I, like, when she's on the bus to go to the track meet. Like I'm telling her like, Hey, you got to eat something beforehand, you know? So like, what do we do? So we do have lots of other like granola bars that are peanut safe for us, um, that we send her with. But, you know, I think that like, as she starts, she, I don't know, she may or may not get to the point where she's running distances long enough where she needs to have gels and hydration fluid along with her for the run. Um, but as that starts up to happen, I'm looking much more at what are the peanut safe options for her. So when Scratch reached out and said, we have these new flavors and they sent me like the graphic of the box and I was like, Ooh, peanut free, definitely send them. So there's three flavors here. So let's try them all. All right. First up, uh, we'll say, we'll do it in this order. Let's we'll start out with strawberry mallow, strawberry rice, crispy rice cake and ma- mallow. I feel like this is going to be, very sweet, but let's see. Cheers. This is nice, salty. For serve, for numbers wise, it's 180 calories, the 3.5 grams fat, zero cholesterol, 100 milligrams of salt. 35 grams of carbs and 2 grams of protein. It's good. I didn't get a lot really strong strawberry flavor till the end. It does have some icing on it. Maybe that's what gives it the strawberry taste. But it's very airy, and it's not gummy or as gummy as, like, a Rice Krispie Square is. It's a lot airier, and I feel like the puffed rice is puffier, airier on the inside. So... Good. I use nice one. Uh, Vietnam says, "Are you going to make your daughter run with a GoPro too?" Uh, no, only if she wants to. Um, she doesn't seem to want to at this point. I don't think she has a preference, but I am still working with her on a. Um, that reminds me i gotta order another couple pair of shoes for her um a video for like kid size versus women's size for running shoes video uh, i probably need to get that out pretty soon um since uh, her cross-country season starts on august 21st so that's like two weeks away no less than two weeks away so yeah uh manor runs wants to know if there's added sugar stevia or sucralose the ingredient, uh, I don't know. Added sugars are 12 grams of added sugars. Uh, it's, um, let's see. There's marshmallow in here, which has sugar in it. And then the white chocolate flavored compound is sugar, palm kernel oil, natural flavor, sunflower, or lecithin, salt. And then the shortening strawberry and sunflower oil so I don't see any stevia listed on here but there is sugar in some of the other ingredients I don't know what form those sugars are in I'm admittedly not that great at reading an ingredient list for that kind of thing I look out for peanuts pretty much is the only thing I look for um let's see Matcha says, it's crazy hard to find things without nuts. It definitely is. Um, all right. All right. Let's go down a little bit further. Let's go to the, um, I think this one's going to be good. It sounds delicious. And the packaging looks fantastic. Very appetizing. Salted maple and mallow. Let's try it. This one doesn't have like the frosting on it like the other one did. It smells like... Ma- uh, caramel. Maple? Caramel. This one's nice. In the, the first bite of both of these, I just taste crunchiness. I don't even get a flavor at first. And then at the end, at the finish, I um, then start to get nuances of flavor. So the flavors are very light, which I think if you're packing this in your pack and running with it, I feel like that would be enjoyable for me. Plus, the thing that I like about this over, say, a Stroop waffle, although I do love a Stroop waffle, this, even if it gets mushed, is still gonna be fine. If a Stroop waffle gets mushed in your pack, you know, then you kind of have to like, eat like pour it out of the packaging and stuff it gets harder to eat this i think will survive a pack a little bit better maybe i'm not sure i'll I'll have to check johnny burton says what's the cost i don't know what the cost is maybe it'll say on this packing slip Mm, nope doesn't say Sorry, I don't know what the cost is. Eric Perriman loves the car- caramel maple. X-Team um, <laughs> Cuisine says, it's vaguely ASMR chewing. You get everything with this show. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things that I'm really hoping that I have time for, I don't know exactly what my schedule is going to be in for this weekend. But I'm really hoping that I have time to go to the Scratch Labs Cafe for a lunch or a meal at some point in Boulder. I just love eating there. Plus, there's Scratch Hydration for free. They've got like a keg thing of it. I don't think it comes from a keg, but a free like spigot, a draft thing where you can just fill up or bottle big as you want. Full of Scratch. And it's nice. And it's just a pleasant place to be. I like eating there. They have a really good tofu bowl. I don't know if it's the same menu. I think the menu changes. When I was there, there was a good tofu bowl. I don't know what would be there again, but I want to eat there again. Kevin Hong says, what about a roll of kimbap? Those would fit perfectly in the bottle so of a hydration pack. I just feel like that would get mushy. And then the kim, the or nori, like the seaweed wrapper, I feel like those would uh, that would get real soggy. Real fast. Just the humidity of being on your person, you know? But I don't know. I'd love to see what, like, a a Korean ultra runner puts in their pack. You know what I mean? Do they go with, like, these kinds of things, you know? Is there, like, does Lotte make a version of this? I bet you they do. Does Lotte still exist? It did when I was in Korea. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Calvin says, do the Scratch beverages taste more or less watered down than when you make it at home versus the cafe? It tasted pretty much the same to me. It tasted like Scratch. And Momentum Unbound says, there is a latte near where I live. Okay, so it still exists. All right. Mm. Eric says, each bar costs about three fifty dollars for a bar. That seems a little bit high. But I feel like The higher-end bars that you buy are like $4 now, which is just a lot. Mm. All right. Oh, Sega Dreamcast says, we have a latte supermarket close to us in Baltimore? There is? I didn't know that. Interesting. Vietnam says, I know a guy who runs Ultras with Mackey cheeseburgers really does a cheeseburger travel well in a hydration pack i feel like a burrito really would you know you know what i feel like if i could get one of those what are they called like i have them at, at taco bell when or just any place when you get burritos a legit place not a legit like a tax place or a calumax place when they flour tortilla burrito and they put it on the flat top for a little while to crisp up crisp it up you know a little bit of the clarified butter and then get it crisped up on the outside because then I feel like that would retain well if you got it on your, on your person. We ran, we made like little roll up sandwiches for us the one day on the hut run hut. Did I tell you the story? So, um, the first day, full day of hut run hut, Ryan, the guy who drove the truck around, um, met us halfway at a lunch spot at a, like a halfway point. There was a little kind of like trailhead area. And he met us there and he set up the truck, had a nice spread where we could make little wraps. Uh, and we had lunch and then we refilled our fluids, made some candy, some dessert, some fruit, um, and lunch. And the second day in the morning, Ricky's like, hey, I'm setting out a little lunch area. Make your own wraps like you did yesterday, but make it. And that's what we're going to have for lunch today. And so I didn't realize, so I make the thing and I put it in a little plastic baggie and I'm like, Ricky, where do we put this? And he goes, you put it in your pack. We're going to carry it. And I'm like, oh, oh, the truck's not meeting us today. I didn't figure, I couldn't figure that part out. I thought maybe we were all putting our lunches in a bag somewhere. (laughs) I just didn't, I didn't understand why we have to make lunch ahead of time. I guess that's just my inexperience there, but that was nice and it survived. I put it in the back part compartment and it survived just fine. So maybe a kimbap would work. Maybe a regular burrito would work. You know. Mm. Yeah, Eric says pizza rolls are pizza rolls a good trail food? I don't know. I you know, I used to feel like uh for a longer ultra, the eating part would be my strength but I think it would depend if it's at altitude because I did not feel like eating very much when I was in Hut Run Hut. Um, Yeah, I I just, the food was delicious. I just, especially anything with vinegar in it or like acidity, I just, it just tasted gross to me. And I just didn't feel like eating it very much. I would have to force myself to eat kind of. I did drink a lot of calories, but I had a hard time. I feel like I would like eating pizza rolls on the trail, but now I'm not sure anymore, you know? Mm. All right, let's get to the last flavor, the best for last chocolate and mallow. Oh, look, there's a how, there, you know, what's funny about this. It says how to use on the back. And it says as a starting point, eat one rice cake per hour during exercise, eat when you need steady energy. that's interesting way of like how to use how to use its food open mouth and eat all right this one is a different color nice actual pieces of chocolate chip chocolate like it's dark darker color this is the best one hmm Like the Rice Krispies are darker in color, indicating that they have some cocoa on them. And then there's also chocolate chips. And this crispy blend of rice, let me check our all on this way. I think they are. The blend of rice that they have is brown rice, red rice, wild rice, and red quinoa. There you go, nice. Sean says, I'm always amazed by the stuff you ultra runners eat. I think I DNF. I can barely handle a banana or toast a PB for a long run. See, like, uh, not that I ran an ultra, but for those long days in the trails, like, it's not that my stomach couldn't handle it. It's just like, you ever get to a race and you've brought like six gels with you and by like mile 20, you're like, I just don't want to eat any more gels. I've had enough gels. No more gels. That's kind of how I... Felt like it. I just didn't want to eat anymore. I was like, I know I need to eat. I don't feel like eating. I don't want to eat. It would sit fine. I just didn't want to eat, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Andrew Scott says, the wild rice knows how to party. <laughs> and Sean says, yeah, the last few gels in a marathon can be gross. You know, you just don't feel like eating them. There's nothing wrong with them. And you'd probably be fine if you took take them, you know. And Sleep Singer says, "Co, I remember you saying that in your Tokyo Marathon video. Mile 20, you were done with gels. I probably should have eaten one more, but I just didn't feel like eating them. So I think, you know, I think I'm, I am going to switch over to... Since I train so much with science and sport, I think I'm going to s- switch to racing with some science. Sport. Maybe I'll still bring some Martin gels as a security blanket. But I think I might do three and three, three signs and sport, three Martin gels. I, th- I don't know. I think that might be better for me. Because I, I just have not been enjoying Martin gels. And my last couple of races, I just felt so terrible after the race. I didn't try to think, did I throw up? I didn't throw up after any of those races, the last couple of races. But, like, after Tokyo, like, I ate some food, I had a beer, and then I took a nap for, like, two hours, and I didn't feel like doing anything. It was hard. Lena says, you're going to need bigger pockets for the science and sport. I know, that's only downside. But I did run in the SOAR racing shorts. Did I say race? I ran in the SOAR racing shorts. And those are designed to carry six science and sport gels because it's a British company, SOAR. is science and sport. And so they're like, Hey, let's partner. I don't know if it's a collab or it's just, Hey, we've figured out what size they are, but it'll hold them for sure. Kevin says, I love this science and sport beta gels. I've never tried that. Um, I know they make beta fuel too, but it feels derogatory somehow. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. I'm like, you gotta think rethink that name. Beta fuel seems weird. They don't have alpha fuel, you know. So what? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. Manorun says thoughts on Ucan gel Signs and sport with the freebies at the New York City Marathon route last year, and they didn't really agree with me. Um, I think that if they don't agree with you, I think trying the Ucan is worth a shot. And I feel like. You can, a lot of the uh, ambassadors or sponsored athletes usually have like promo codes for like sample packs. Um, and that would be the thing I would try because then you get a couple of different. I think they give you like the sample pack usually has like two different flavors and then like a bar because they have food too. And um, it's a different kind of sugar, it's cornstarch. So it hits you differently. Um, it seems like they've scooped up a lot of American athletes, um, which is great for them. So I think it's worth a try. It's something that I'm considering to revisit since I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm not loving the Martin as much lately and I'm looking for other things. I like the science and sport consistency. Univet also has that consistency where it's, but Univet is still very, very sticky. Not that Science Board isn't, but like it has a little bit more volume to it, which I like cause then it's just a little bit of, just a little bit of fluid, you know, I don't know, but I've been, I've just been liking it. So that's all. Calvin says the beta gels are thicker in consistency and the strawberry and lime one tastes great. All right. Strawberry and lime sounds disgusting to me, but I'll give it a shot. That'll be it. Maybe we'll do that for the next taste test. Um Eric says, Alright, gotta go. Heading up to Leadville, right meow. All right, Eric. Good luck out there. Have fun. Uh I think Ultra Trail Steven's going out there. I don't know if you guys know Ultra Trail Steven. He clapped with me on a video. I think it was a Hoka Challenger review. Um, I think he's running Leadville this year. So I know he's going up there. I don't know if he's running it or if his wife's running it. I can't remember. But he'll be up there. And Eric says, Have fun in Colorado Springs. Awesome. Thanks. I think it'll be fun. I'm just Colorado Springs is higher altitude than Boulder, right? I'm just I'm I'm still I still my body still has a little bit of you know, it's a little bit gun shy, I guess. I'm very nervous about being back at altitude. I was just there. It was difficult. I'm going to bring a lot of Advil and my melatonin. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help at all, but at least I won't have a headache. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Eric says, yeah, Steven is running it. Cool, cool, cool. Ray Martin says I don't ever hear runners talk about hammer brand, which is more known in the cycling world. Really good stuff. That's sugar free. I like their gel and electrolyte powder. I don't think I've tried anything that there's that's sugar free. I've had their gels. I don't think I've had their electrolyte powder though. I feel like hammer used to be a lot more popular years ago with runners. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. I feel bad about all the packaging waste from the, all the individual gel packs. Um, they do make I think is a goo. There's brands that make like it's kind of like a hydration flask, but it's smaller and you put like four gels worth in it. So if you make your own gels, some brands sell you like a big bag of gels that you can dispense into smaller reusable gel packs. Um, there's that and then goo. I don't know if they're still doing it, but it was something they were talking about at TRE two years ago where uh, they were trying to get people in running stores. And there's, let me tell you the idea and I'll tell you why it's problematic or difficult. The idea was that they would put these boxes, basically like these fancy garbage cans in a running store and you would bring all your goo packs, your used goo packs, put them in there. They would take those goo packs, clean them, and then recycle that plastic. Um, and then it could get formed into, um, what's it called? Synthetic decking material, like wood, like the plastic wood kind of stuff that you would use on a deck, like a patio. It could get turned into that. Um, so like they were trying to get people to do that. I don't know if that actually, if they still do it, if they ever did it, um, but it was something that they were trying to start implementing. So like uh, Goo, Goo is aware of it and they're, and they're working on ways to make it less impactful and then they also oh i remember when they gave me a bunch of samples at tre they had used that same program to just take some packs and sew them to or heat press them together somehow into a packaging material so they made a bag that i could use and it was made out of old goo packets so yeah Mm, AJ says, packing now for Portland. Bigfoot 20 on Friday. Oh, good luck. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Mark Peterson says, I'm lucky to have scheduled my workout the morning prior to flying to Colorado and my long run after riding home Sunday. There you go. Friday and Saturday are both like five miles. Minimal pain for this flatland runner. Have fun, though. I mean, just hurt yourself while you're out there <laughs> you know that's my approach to running in altitude it's just like i mean i'm sure i don't know if you've been running at altitude before mark but just go for it <laughs> it's 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 just like i feel like if you haven't really been humbled by altitude running yeah i feel like you really haven't run at altitude yet you know what i mean <laughs> uh wojek malkiewicz says Hey, Mike, what's the one thing you don't like about New York City Marathon? The logistics. Uh, Getting to Staten Island in the morning is a pain, and then uh, you have to wait around a really, really long time. Um, I was having a conversation with some of the people I was running with at Hut Run Hut, and uh, we are talking about New York City Marathon, and I'm like, you know, I I try not to be, like, a running influencer prima donna about things, um, but, like, I just don't know if I'll run New York City Marathon unless – like New Balance is taking me Um, because then they had like a special VIP tent area that was like climate controlled and we had our own bathrooms. Like we had a warm year, so it wouldn't have been an issue, but on a cold year, if it's like cold and windy, maybe it's even wet and raining a little bit. Like you have to sit there for like several hours before your race starts. And so your day starts really early and you have to be outside in the elements for a really long time at New York city marathon. And then the marathon starts. And so that's the thing that I don't like about New York City Marathon. It's worth it, but it's the part that I don't like. Okay. Let's see. Someone said it sounds like a logistical nightmare mm. oh, I think you're talking about the goo thing, yeah, collecting all the old packets it sounds like a logistical nightmare, also a health code violation yeah that's that's the part that I was like, wait, so I gotta save all my used sticky packets and then bring them to you, and then you're gonna have a container. I'm like that's gonna be covered in bugs, but I don't yeah, I don't know i Maybe I should reach out to someone at Goo and see if they ever that ever went anywhere Mark says, Co we stayed in Green Mountain Falls outside Colorado Springs last summer for a different wedding, and it was like seven thousand seven hundred feet <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> oh man, seven thousand feet is a lot, oh boy, um. Yeah, it's almost 8,000 feet. If I'm at Colorado Springs and I'm trying to chase a world class marathoner around with a camera, that's going to be painful. That's going to hurt a lot. Uh, it's, I mean, it'll be fun. It'll be worth it. Hopefully, it's out of track. Because when I, when I was at Mammoth, when I went last year, I went out to Mammoth Lakes and I was with Mammoth Track Club and I was chasing like Nico Montanez, Cohen Nair, um, and, um, Karina Velkarn around on the track and those those runners are so fast and um it it was really hard because that track I think is at like seventy eight, seventy nine hundred 7900 feet just shy of 8000 I think and like you it's just instant winded but the way that that track is laid out it's so nice there's like a it's like built into a hillside and so I feel like that takes a lot of the wind off of the track so it wasn't super windy that day so that was nice. Um, but it's, it's hard. And so if I've, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I have to mentally work myself up. Cause I'm, I'm not in marathon training shape. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been just kind of running a lot, but, um, trying to keep up with Lindsay Flanagan. Not that I could keep up with anyone in their workouts, but just keeping up enough to film it is even going to be a challenge. And then if the, if it's a road workout, then I'm gonna have to like Drive ahead, park on the shoulder, chase her for a few meters, and then hop in the car and like zoom past again. You know, so that that that'll be logistically. It's, I'm not sure what I'm gonna encounter when I get there, so I don't have to bring a lot of equipment. But it'll be, it'll hurt. It'll hurt, but hopefully it'll be good content. <laughs> um, oh, Shannon says, "Co, I ran with Tina Muir a couple weeks ago, and told her you were bummed you couldn't make her cleanup run when you were in the same city for a race. She messaged me about that. She said she met Shannon." Um, yeah, I'm glad that you guys ran into each other. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, cause, cause I had told her the day before that we were going to go plogging together. Plogging is the term for jogging and picking up trash. I don't know why it's called plogging. I'm not a huge fan of that term because like I had the Adidas runners run that drew and I were going to at like eight. I don't know if that was a time, but let's just say eight. And she said her starts at nine. So I was like, Oh, our shakeout run should definitely be done in time. Cause it started at the same park. So I was like, we should be able to just run over from where we're at and we'll join you. And Drew and I were gonna go. But the Adidas Runners event was supposed to kick off at eight. We didn't start running till like 8.30, 8.40. And so I actually did see her when we were coming back from our run, she was already out there picking up garbage and stuff. So she got a lot, there was a lot there. Um, so I'm, I was bummed that I couldn't go, especially cause I said I was gonna go, you know? Sleep. Sleep. Singer says, "You got this, Co." After the mountains and that struggle, you should be fine. I, I'm still recovering from that struggle. That's that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm still recovering. So we'll see. We'll see. Thanks for the vote of confidence, though. All right. Um, I think I think that's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys uh tomorrow i do have a couple i have one more package to open up but i think it's one we've seen before but i think maybe we can they sent me another batch of stuff but i think maybe we could try some flavors that i haven't tried before we'll see what else comes in but we'll we'll have another live stream tomorrow and then there won't be a video out yet the next video that's going to come out i think is going to be a collab video so i still need to kind of work on that put some touches on it and that'll hopefully come out thursday we'll see but i'll see you guys tomorrow before that uh, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.